Welcome to another episode of Spirit Rising with Psychic Sharon Rose. We're talking about why do bad things happen to good people. Learn from Sharon on how to take control of your life so you can experience change from bad to good. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Spirit Rising with Psychic Sharon Rose. Thank you for jumping on the podcast and taking a listen. Today's topic, why do bad things happen to good people? And you know, it's a question that I actually get a lot from my clients. Why do bad things happen to good people? And of course, I'm a medium as well as a psychic. So mediumship is dealing with life after life. It's dealing with people who have crossed over. And one of the things that can happen to us in our and will happen to us is we're going to lose someone. There's not very many people walking the face of the earth there right now that can actually say they've never lost a loved one. They've never lost a pet. They've never lost a friend. They've never had someone leave the planet. Like I'm not talking just moved away, but leave the planet. There's there's very few people that have not had that experience. Why do, Why does that happen? That's a bad thing, isn't it? I mean, it feels like it at the time. One of the reasons I wanted to talk about this today is because we have a huge, humongous range of emotions. And we're living in a world of physicality. We are, we are spirit having a human experience. And when we're living in a world of physicality, we are experiencing through the physical interactions with others, physical interactions with our environment and physical interactions just in our own physical selves, like our body, our heart, the way it interacts with our lungs and the way it interacts with our, our liver and our kidneys and, and our brain. And so why do good things happen to bad people? Let's take, for example, um, I'm going to give you some examples. I'm going to give you some tools. So stick around to the end because I'm going to give you some tools to use so that you can start looking at your life in a little bit of a different way. Because when you're looking at your life as why do bad things happen to good people, you're seeing things happen as bad. We create our own reality. I know people get really tired of hearing that, but it is the truth. And it doesn't matter if it's good things that you're creating or if it's bad things that you're creating. You are the creator of your reality. And a lot of the time, for example, um, uh, let's use road rage. Let's use road rage as an example. Road rage is something that um, a lot of people experience, especially in cities or places where they really try to get from A to B in the shortest space of time. And there are people on the road that maybe are new to driving in this country or driving in the city, or maybe they're older and they don't want to go quite so fast. Whatever the reason might be, they may cut somebody off inadvertently, or they may even be somebody on the road hot dogging and really being a jerk and scaring people. And So what happens is you, if you experience road rage, all of a sudden you're angry, you're mad at that driver, you're having just a meltdown because this person cuts you off, they almost hit your car, look at him go, he's going to cut that guy off, so you speed up to try and catch up to him, give him a dirty look. Um, The Road rage is, is all over the place. But how... Let's take that whole scenario. How does that translate into your experience as a human being? Are you a good person? Well, you think you're a good person. You didn't cut him off. You didn't do anything to hurt him. Uh, You didn't almost hit his car. You were just bopping along and minding your own business, thinking about what you were going to do in the next hour, et cetera, et cetera. And that happened. And you immediately had this visceral reaction. 
what makes the driver that cut you off a bad person and what makes that a bad thing it's in your mind it's the way you interpret it it's the way it affects your mental emotional self it isn't really a situation it's just it's something that happened and you are now interpreting it into your reality as a bad thing and when you interpret it into your reality as a bad thing then you have to make excuses for why it's bad because otherwise you just sound ridiculous because it doesn't feel right. When you can blame somebody else for something, it never sits right with you. So you have to validate it and justify it. And when somebody cuts you off in traffic, you have to validate and justify why they're a jerk and you're a good guy and you're just driving along minding your own business and how dare they, right? It is human nature to have a reaction to an action but is also our choice to choose the kind of reaction we want to have. I've seen people literally singing to their radios, driving down the road, having the very best day, and they did cut somebody off and they didn't mean to, they weren't maybe paying attention or whatever, but the person in the other vehicle, you can literally see the air getting blue and he's just having a meltdown and the guy's still driving along, singing to his radio. He's having an amazing day. Now, maybe Maybe he should be driving with a little more due care and attention. Sure. But the fact is, he's not having a bad day by the experience. But the man that or woman that was cut off is going to have a horrible day because they're starting to create a reality of misery. They are creating a reality of misery. So what are they going to do? They're going to get to work and they're going to tell all their workmates, all the people that hang out with them, wherever they're going, Boy, you should have seen this guy. He's driving along and he's being a real jerk. And by the time they generally, a lot of these people get to their location, they generally have exaggerated the story in their minds as well. It's made it bigger because it doesn't feel good to feel bad. And what I'm trying to say is it never sits properly when you're angry, when you're sad, when you're disappointed, you're worried, you're angry, you're enraged, you're feeling fear. Those are not good positive emotions and they don't sit well with you. And it's important to when you have those emotional, those emotional experiences, it's important to translate them over into a positive experience. This is, I'm trying, I'm trying, not trying to bore you. I'm really, really not. I'm trying to get my point across so you can really, truly understand. And I'm using road rage as an example. But what about other bad things? Okay, so let's just say that somebody, um, uh, I've got a, I've got a friend, a dear friend whose daughter was expecting a child uh, a year or so ago, um, maybe more, a year and a half. And the child went, she carried full term and the child was stillborn. This girl is a wonderful girl. Her husband is a wonderful man. The family are wonderful people. Why did that bad thing happen to that young woman? She was devastated. The family was devastated. Why did that happen to her? And, you know, I used to ask the same questions. Why do those things happen? When somebody uh, goes home from work at night, they just, they closed up their restaurant that they've been working and slaving for 10 years to build and they're so proud of their business and they're tired. They've worked a, a, a 14 hour day. They go home, they go to bed, they, they get a call in the middle of the night, their restaurant is on fire. And the next time they see it, it's burned down. 
Why did that bad thing happen to that good, hardworking person who put everything they had into that business? Why somebody who is working in the medical community, say let's use a nurse for example, she's working hard and she's dedicated herself to working with her clients, working with her patients, working with the doctors and her coworkers and doing the best that she can. Why does she get cancer that moves very, very quickly and she's gone within months? Why should that happen to her? She's a good person. She's been of service her whole life. Why would that happen to her? That's not fair, is it? Sure seems that way, doesn't it? I am going to share some information with you that I've learned over the years through my own experiences and through having negative experiences or having just like everybody else. The first thing I want to say to you is that what I've learned is humans don't learn when things are easy. Humans do not learn anything when things are easy. We learn through contrast, conflict, and challenge. And conflict, contrast, and challenge is never fun. It's extreme at times. Other times, it's just little things like you cut yourself and uh, you got to put a bandaid on it, and it's inconvenient because now you can't do the dishes because you got to put this bandaid on your hand and uh, you can't put your hand in the water because you don't want it to get infected. Yada, yada, yada. Little things like that to the bigger things that I've mentioned. When we have these experiences, what I've discovered through my work, through my psychic work and my mediumship work that I've done for the last 20 plus years, I've learned that there's something to know. There's something to know. And the challenge we have in our culture is being able to stop the reaction and stop the anger and stop the sadness and the grief and the fear and stop those emotions cold in their tracks. Just stop and take a minute and take a breath and look at the situation and say, okay, what is it I need to know? What is this trying to teach me? An example that I could use as well, which is much uh, really sadly too mainstream in our culture, especially in our North American economy and our things are kind of hard right now for a lot of people in their own minds. And people are, are struggling. Uh, they're food deprived. They're feeling homeless. In many cases, there's homeless people out there. There's addictions. There's But let's address abuse. Let's address uh, a, a young woman who has a child who is struggling with abuse from her partner. And she's asking herself, why is this happening to me? She married him or is with him because she ended up pregnant and she had the child, but he became abusive and he's abusive verbally and he's abusive mentally. He hasn't hit her and he hasn't hurt the child, but he's mentally and verbally abusive. And finally, she gets herself out of the situation because she's broken down. She can't handle it anymore. And she ends up going into some really good classes to help her with developing her, her self-esteem and developing her lifestyle so that she can move away from these type of relationships. But she doesn't learn what she needs to know. She doesn't, A, take responsibility that this might have something to do with her. And there's our challenge. We're very busy blaming ourselves 
for stuff, but we aren't active in repairing the damage that is causing us to have low self-esteem that causes us to blame ourselves. It's not our fault, but it is our responsibility. What's the difference? Being your responsibility says, okay, I didn't deserve this. This wasn't right. I shouldn't be treated this way. I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to take a self-esteem class or I'm going to go to study jujitsu or I'm going to, I'm going to do something to help myself feel better about me. That's taking responsibility for how you're feeling. So let's take this woman. She's come through this situation, but she hasn't taken responsibility. She says, I'm just going to avoid men like that from now on. And she goes out in the world and she's working and she meets somebody else. And she says, oh my gosh, this is the perfect man. And she gets into a relationship and she moves in with him or they move in together, whatever. And all of a sudden now she's back in the same scenario, but it's worse. Now it's physical abuse as well. So it's physical, mental, and emotional. And she's going, how did I do this? How do I draw the same guy to me every time? How did I do this? And this time it's harder to get away. It's harder to get out. It's tougher. And so now she's ending up at the shelter and she has her child that she had from the original relationship. And this child is now starting to struggle. So she goes through more classes, parenting classes, uh, anger management classes, uh, lifestyle classes, homemaking classes, all kinds of classes on how to create a better lifestyle. Do you think that if she comes out of there with new clothes, a new job, a new mindset, but doesn't take responsibility for her own life, for her own existence, for her own reality. If she doesn't take responsibility for that, that her life is really going to change. It's not. We always have to say, this is an inside job. This is an inside job. What is happening to me belongs to me. I have to own this. How did I attract the same person again? Well, what's the common denominator? It's me. I'm the common denominator. That first person was drawn to me because somewhere along the way, we were a match. And then that second person that was even worse, we were a match. Why do good things happen? Why do bad things happen to good people? Because good people sometimes don't want to be responsible for their own story. And they don't believe they deserve, listen up, they don't believe they deserve to be happy. They don't believe they deserve joy. And they do. They always do. There are women out there seeking their perfect partner. There are women out there who have, they're desperately looking for that, that one, the one that they know will be someone they love to travel with or build a home with or have children with or be partner with in business, whatever, whoever that person know who they're looking for. They're desperate for it. And the desperation is oozing off of them. They think they're presenting themselves with big beaming smiles and they're well-groomed and their hair has just been coiffed and they look fabulous, but they are oozing desperation. And that draws to them somebody else oozing desperation and they will recognize one another. They're good people. Both of them are good people, but they're not taking responsibility for their own stories. They're saying, I need you to fix me and, and I need you to fix me. I need you to be a part of my story so I can be whole. 
it's understood out there that that people let's just use a woman a young woman who has been in that situation and then she finally says no enough already i see this now i see what's going on well i am going to take responsibility for my life and this is my story and if somebody comes along and they're the perfect match for me well really really good i'm not going to draw to me any more of those desperate people because i'm no longer going to be desperate i am no longer going to be looking through the eyes of of uh inability to feel good without a partner. I love myself. I love who I am. I love myself with the greatest of joy and the greatest of ease. Those, that woman, that young woman, when she walks down the street, she has no desperation. She is oozing light and bright and love and shining. And she will be the most attractive woman in a room. It doesn't matter what she physically looks like. It doesn't matter if she's wearing jeans and a beatable sweatshirt and she's been painting the house all day and her hair's tied back. She will be the most attractive woman in the room. And she will draw to her now people that will match. And all of a sudden, she's going to have men coming out of the woodwork who want to date, who want to take her out. Men with with great qualities and men who are respectable and who really enjoy being good people and who have also, get this, also taken responsibility for their story. We all have broken bits. We all have a story that comes from behind that we can honestly say, it's the fault of my mother. It's the fault of my father. Oh my God, I was the teacher taught me badly. Oh my goodness, it was this, it was that. No, 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 no. It's here, it's now, and it's on you. And it's time we step up and start taking responsibility. So I have a tip for you. I told you I'd have one for you. One of the first things I want you to do is first of all, become very aware of your emotions. When you're getting angry, and if you're a car driver, a driver, and you're struggling with road rage, make sure that when you start feeling angry, you start paying attention to what's going on in your body. Your heart's going to start beating faster. Your hands are going to grip the steering wheel. Your body's going to tense up. Your neck is going to start getting stiff. You may have pain across your shoulders. You might even get a headache. All because you got angry at a guy that's singing to the radio that cut you off and he didn't even mean to. When you acknowledge that you've got that anger and it's going on, then you want to relax your hands, relax your body, allow your heart to slow down and change this, change the story and say, wow, you know what? I'm going to turn my radio up and I'm going to find a good song and I'm going to change the way that I feel right now because this feels bad and take control and responsibility for your anger and stop blaming the guy that cut you off. One of the best practices I've taught over and over and over and over, and I've done it on other, other podcasts, is appreciate. When you go to bed at night, when you lay your head on the pillow, take a look back on your day and just appreciate every little thing that happened to you during the day. Whether you stubbed your toe, whether you had a great meal, whether somebody yelled at you, whether you uh, couldn't find what you were looking for when you were shopping, uh, whether work just didn't go that great. Enjoy and learn from all of it. Appreciate it all. Everything has a purpose. There are no mistakes. This is a divinely ordered universe. There are no mistakes. And understand, you are not a mistake either. You're here for a purpose. You're here for a reason. Have fun. Have fun. How do you go balls to the wall when you're scared all the time?
You can't. So offer up appreciation before you fall asleep. You'll sleep in a very appreciative state and you'll wake up that same way and do the same thing again in the morning. Look forward to your day. Offer up appreciation for the great sleep you had, the home you're in, the comfortable bed, the partner you're with you, the family you've got around you, the meal you get to have, the coffee you're going to drink, the, the work you get to go to, the car that you get to drive in. Offer up appreciation for all of it and really start your day. You know what's going to happen? You're going to be the guy singing along. You're going to be a very conscientious driver, I hope, on the road. I'm not saying the guy that cut you off was right. I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is your reaction to him is what's getting you into trouble. So what you want to do is you want to turn your radio up and you want to sing along and be a conscientious driver on the roads and take care of people that are around you and really enjoy your day. Love your day. I picked three affirmations. Pick the one you like the best. Number one, I love my home and my home loves me. <clears throat> That's a really good one for people that are struggling with mortgages right now, that are struggling with repairs that are required in the homes, etc. The second one is, I allow others to have their thoughts and feelings. I allow others to have their thoughts and feelings. I don't have to control them, and they can't control me, and I'm not going to let them have control over me. Just because they feel that way doesn't mean I have to feel the same way. And the third one is, my life is a constant stream of miracles. Hello. My life is a constant stream of miracles. I allow others to have their thoughts and feelings. And I love my home and my home loves me. There you go. <clears throat> I hope that helped you today. Uh, have some fun. Get out there. Sing along to the radio. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to Spirit Rising with Psychic Sharon Rose, formerly the Medium Well podcast. Still the same great podcast with the same great advice from Sharon Rose. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast player, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, and uh, never miss an episode. All you have to do is follow on your favorite player and you'll be able to catch a new episode of Spirit Rising with Psychic Sharon Rose every Wednesday, released at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll talk to you next time.